See you know. You know, I know I don't mean like I don't mean I don't mean too much to too many people. But I, I understand an honest approach to a podcast, a YouTube channel. I understand a, a, a honest approach to it. You got something burning inside of you, something that you gotta get off your chest. And it's just not a one-time burning, it's a continuous burning. It's a continuous flame. What the man say, he said, it's like a, a flame. It's like a fire burning down in my soul. Isn't that, that's what the man says, like, is, I, I can't, I can't help it. I sit on it, I try to, I try to put a blanket over it. I try to suppress it. I try to figure it out. I try to figure it out so long that I don't have to move on it. You know, you can spend so so much time trying to figure something out that you never move on it and you miss the time of moving on it. So I I, I used to try to figure it out. Hey, James. So I didn't have to move on it. But now I got to move on it. So it's like a fire burning down in your soul. It's like a fire burning down in your spirit. Your spirit is a flame. Your spirit is on fire. He says, I'm a consuming fire. The Lord Jesus says, I'm a consuming fire. That means he burns up everything around him. <laughs> you talk about money rules. Well, the fire burns up everything around it. I've never met a fire that was that had enough. It will burn whatever can be burned until nothing can be burned that's left. It's 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 not it's not picky. It's not funny style. Fire will burn whatever will burn. Doesn't care about your nature. Doesn't care about your background. <clears throat> and of course we're talking about the fire of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about the fire of the living God. We're talking about once the fire of the living God get a hold of your, to your life, let me back it up again because I almost stammered, stammered at the gateway. Once the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ get a hold of your life, he's going to begin to burn up everything that's not like him. Let me mourn a little bit more. Let me grieve a father to just pass a little bit longer. Let me talk a little nonsensical. I love it when Paul says, let me just talk out of my mind for a minute. Just bear with me. Bear with me just for a second. 
I just want you to bear with me for a second. Lord, bear with me for a moment while I discuss this issue, this problem, this relationship to the world that we have. I just like to have an open conversation about it. I'm tired of hiding this conversation. Lord, you are the life giver. You are the Lord of heaven and earth. And I have a conversation with this world you created. I have a continuous conversation. The world you created continuously try to talk to me and tell me that you are not good enough, God. The world you created keeps trying to talk to me and tell me that you did an inadequate job. The world you created keeps talking to me and telling me that you are a failure. That this is plan B. That Jesus Christ was plan B. The world you created, Lord, is in rebellion. This has nothing to do with me because I was not a part of the creation. I'm just a, a victim of being created in a world that you created. I need to know one thing. I don't need to know what's everything and what's on and now and in and will ever be on your mind. But I, we, I do need to know this, that if you sign on to my cause, because <laughs> I'm pushing after you, you sign on to my cause because I'm coming after you, Lord Jesus. If you sign on to my cause because I'm coming out to me, your son in victory. And I know there's many different, there's many different wavelengths. You know, there's, there's a lot of blockage. I'm going out to meet a man. This is a story to be told, see. Going out to meet a man. I'm on a journey. I'm on a pathway. I'm resist. I'm facing resistance because I'm going out to meet a man. I'm getting, I'm jumping over stumbling blocks. I'm falling into stumbling blocks. I'm avoiding stumbling blocks. I'm learning how to go out and meet a man. See, I'm learning how to go out and meet a man. See, I'm learning how to go out and meet a man. My spirit is going out, is learning how to go out and meet a man. Your spirit is learning how to go out and meet a man, see. Your spirit, you just can't walk up to God. You just can't walk up to the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to be guided in the name of Jesus. You have to be guided by the Holy Spirit. You have to be given the road map by the Holy Spirit. You have to have every foot put down by the Holy Spirit because you're walking towards the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God of Gods, the great I am. You're walking towards somebody. I'm, I'm preaching good and this is only six, seven minutes in, but you're going to meet somebody. You're going to meet someone. You're going to meet a man. You're going to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to meet him as king. You're going to meet him as savior. You're going to meet him as Lord of Lords. You're going to meet him as king of keys, king of kings. You're going out to meet somebody. What you're going to put on, what the clothing you're going to wear, how you're going to address the situation, how you're going to pronounce yourself. Are you going to be a pronounced individual? Are you going to be one that's been saying, I don't know, I don't understand. Are they going to be saying about you that we don't recognize him? Are they going to be saying about you, we don't recognize him? We don't know who he is. He's not on our list. 
When you walk up into eternity, are they going to be saying about you, he's not on my list. Is he on your list? Let me look down. Let me go all through the books of life and see if you on any of our lists. If you on any one of our lists, because we're the list keepers. You know, God got a list keepers. He got a person that keeps the list. You ever worked at the door of something? You ever worked at the door of a party and somebody and you had a list? This is an invitation only. I'm sorry. This ain't general admission. You just can't walk up. You just can't decide to get dressed at the last minute. You might get dressed at the last minute and you might decide. But you got to be clothed with the righteousness of Christ. You have to be clothed with the flesh and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are your clothing that gets you into the event. See, you have to have a ticket. Everybody has to have a ticket. You have to have a ticket to get to this event. You just can't walk up. You just can't walk up and say, let me in. You just can't walk up and demand a space. You just can't walk up and flop your, your, your picnic blanket down and put your picnic table down and put your your, 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 your thermos down and claim your spot. You have to be invited. You just can't walk up like a vagabond spirit. You just can't walk up to God, the living God, the God of all the universe, the God that created the gods that other people worship, the God of gods. You just can't walk up to him like you want to. You just can't walk up to him like you feel like you just got up that morning and yarn and say, well, I'll go see God. I'll see what he's doing. You can't walk up to the living God like that. You can't. Where did this notion come? I'm talking to the man upstairs. Where did this notion come in the hearts of, 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 of backslidden humanity? All right, uh, let me just talk to the man upstairs, to the person upstairs, the person in the attic. Let me just talk to this old man that's in a rocking chair, this old man that don't seem to know what's going on, and he's feeble. Let me just talk to this guy and see if he might make something. Let me just talk to this guy and see if it might make a difference. That's how you treated God. That's how we treated God for years. That's how we treated God for decades. At least in the country I'm from. You know, God was Lord Jesus Christ was was a was a was a was a was a was a, was a uh, insurance card you kept in your wallet. He wasn't foremost and foremost and upfront in your life. He wasn't foremost and upfront in your life. He wasn't the one. See, wherever you are, he still has to be the one. You get it? Even if you're grieving, he still has to be the one. See, even if you're happy, he still has to be the one. Even if you're impoverished, he still has to be the one. Even if you're rich, see, he still has to be the one. Even if you're lame and on your sickbed, he still has to be the one. Even if you can walk around and jog around and do whatever you want to do and climb a mountain, he still has to be the one. Whether you're an attorney, whether you're a bum on the street, whether you're a uh, ex-athlete, he still has to be the one. 
I'm going to slide it in in 18 minutes. I'm going to slide it in. The fence is closing. See, we in the era of the fence closing, of the sliding gate. We going to those that are sliding in. You don't realize that we're the sliding in generation. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Help me, Lord Jesus. Give me some more time, Lord Jesus. Give me some more time, Lord Jesus, to make this understanding pure in my heart and my mind that we are the sliding in generation. You don't understand that we are the ones that are sliding in just under the fence as the fence begins to close. We are the ones that are sliding in. You don't get it. It said I pruned around the tree to see if I could get some fruit out of it. I pruned around the tree and see if I could just get a little something out of it, some kind of fruit out of it, some kind of productivity out of it. In the name of Jesus, we are the last generation of productivity. Unless the Lord tarries a little longer. And the Lord, unless the Lord says, okay, I'll give them a little more time. I'll give my church a little more time. They ain't quite ready yet. I'll give my church a little bit more time. You know, when the church starts getting its mind together, when the church starts to get its mind together, and you'll find that the Lord will start to mount up. The Lord will start to mount up on his chariot of fire. The Lord will start to mount up. Because he's coming back for a church. Without spots and wrinkles, that means there's some work got to be done on you. That means some work got to be done on me. I got to change my evil ways. I got to get my mind focused on the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm saying is that if you just keep your mind focused on the Lord Jesus Christ, he will make plain and simple everything around you. If you keep your mind focused on the Lord Jesus Christ, that means that you begin to act like you are him in your thought life, even if you don't understand what that is, you try to seek his understanding through your understanding. You try to seek how he thinks through your thinking. You try to understand in your life, in your purpose, in your will, in your function, how your Lord Jesus Christ thinks, what he likes, who he is. He is your God. He is your idol. He's what you have set your heart upon. You can't turn your heart away from nothing else. You can't receive no other wisdom other than the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who you are. you can't you don't have another counselor see see you you even if you go to somebody in the world you, you don't have another counselor even if you prescribe to another subscription you don't have another counselor other than the holy spirit see you don't have no alternates there's nobody else you can put in there's no beating for you, born-again believer. There's the Lord Jesus Christ, his Holy Spirit, his spirit inside of your spirit. He is the one that is your creator and maker, and he's the one that's the focus of your life. You don't have a beating, see. You can't go to creation. You can't go to creation. You can't go to, to the science books. You can't go to the understandings of life. You can't go to, to things and understand where you are and what you're doing and what you're seeing and where you are because you were born again believer you born of the spirit of god you are born again believer you born of the spirit of god that means that you are a peculiar creature that means that you something special in the world that means that you something special in life you're a peculiar thing you're a peculiar personality
a peculiar life, a peculiar, peculiar existence. The Holy Spirit resides in your spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in your spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in your spirit. The Holy Spirit of the living God. This is the foundation of our faith. This is the true foundation of the faith of Christ. Is that the Holy Spirit resides in those that believe that Jesus Christ died for them. I'm saying to you, that's the bridge over troubled water. So you got to get the spirit in your spirit. The Holy Spirit has to reside in your spirit. You have to know that the Holy Spirit has sat down in your spirit. And see, that was that whole controversy about tongues and speaking in tongues because that was so-called evidence of the Holy Spirit sitting down in your spirit in the name of Jesus. I'm trying to tell you the evidence of the Holy Spirit having sit down and sat down in your spirit. Do you yearn after him? Do you want to know Jesus? Do you want to know who Jesus is? Do you want to understand his life? Do you want to be like him do you want to understand your lord do you crave after your lord jesus christ do you yearn after him do you want to know who he is have you given your life to him have you sacrificed your understanding because he is the veto power in your life have you said lord jesus you are the one you are my god you are my lord you are my savior that's how you know you've received the holy spirit if you want him like that that's how you know you're born again. I'm not saying nobody else may not be born again, but it's amazing to me that how can you be born again and not love the one that made you born again? How can you love the one? How can you say you're born again and not love the one that made you born again? How can you love the one you say you love that made you born again and you not love the one? You don't adore him. You don't put your faith in him. You don't put your heart in him. You don't put your understanding of your mind in him. That's what we're talking about. That's how you know your Lord, that you know the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's how you know you have the Holy Spirit.